When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football and Game Source, we truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Lakerholics.com, and the Hoop Heads Podcast Network, plus also catch our shows every Sunday at 4 a.m. Eastern Time on Dash Radio. It is truly appreciated. Well, I thought everything was doing okay. I traveled over here to the San Diego area, somewhere in the hills of Carlsbad, California. Thought it'd be nice to go ahead and spend a couple days off here in the nice blistering breeze. Nice weather here, low 60s, away from my 100 degrees already in Vegas. Thought everything was good. Thought I would cap it off with a Friday and Sunday win for the Lakers at home against the Kings and the Raptors. My, how I was wrong, as not only the Lakers lost 110 to 106 on Friday, but they ended up getting destroyed in the second quarter and never made up the deficit from there. Losing 121 to 114, LeBron going out in the fourth quarter with a return of his soreness to his right ankle. So now his return for tomorrow's game against Denver is now up in the air and going forward. So we don't know how that's going to be. But here today to talk about the now poorest defensive performance for the Lakers, because that's really where it was today. Past couple of games have been terrible on the defensive end. Is a good man indeed. He is a very frustrated one, but he is the frustrated mastermind from Lakerholics.com. It is Laker Tom and Laker Tom. I don't know what to say. You know, I'm here. It's beautiful. The weather's awesome. It's very nice. Got flowers galore over here next to me. Got the beach right down the street. Everything is good except for the Lakers defense today. Yeah, it was a disappointing game for sure. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the Mavericks game where a superstar guard just basically took over and was able to totally dominate the game. Man, you know, I wish we had made that trade for Kyle Lowry. I was angry when we didn't make the trade and we saw just tonight why we should have made that trade. Absolutely. Um, Big game for him. The Lakers defense has gotten so bad that 
guys are just going around them and nobody seems to be rotating or making the right moves. You know, it, it, it was just a dismal performance. The team just did not have any fire. Um, having LeBron get injured again, basically having LeBron and AD be clearly outplayed by Siakam and uh, Lowry as you head into the playoffs, as you go into the downstretch with eight games left now, is not a good sign. You know, this team is in disarray. The rotations are a million miles from being decided. And frankly, most of the options that the Lakers have, other than AD at the five, aren't very good. You know, I mean, you could say that Drummond had a good game, but basically, it's again, empty points that seem to come and missing easy layups underneath it and so forth, never being in the right position. And the main thing that just really drives me crazy is that there is no room for LeBron to operate and there's no room for AD to operate. The offense is practically non-existent and you put a, a low post center in there with them all the time and there is no spacing, you know, it's, it's just a, it's just a continuation of the same type of problems. Now we're not playing good defense. We don't have good chemistry and we're running out of time. That's the big problem that we've got now that, we are now in the seventh spot. We're now in the play-in tournament. No, we're hold on, hold on. We're all tied okay. with Dallas and Portland, basically okay. because Sacramento not only beat the Lakers on Friday, but the, they beat the Dallas Mavericks on Sunday at home in Dallas. So, very big win for them. Very bad loss for Dallas. That puts everybody in a tie right now. Very disappointing. Of course, the Lakers lose a tiebreaker to Dallas, and we'll find out who, if they lose the tiebreaker to Portland when they play in Portland re- later this week. That's going to be something very interesting to catch up with. But also here today to talk about the game is a good man indeed. He is a very frustrated man as well out of Detroit, Michigan right now. It is L. Rob and L. Rob, you got to be mad from everywhere from the rotations. Nobody's moving around on offense. The rotations on defense are awful. I mean, Caruso was absolutely horrid once again. Could not believe he kept on making the same mistakes over and over. The list of who was playing poorly seems to be going a mile long. LeBron just didn't seem himself, did not seem interested and invested with what's going on. It's very disappointing to see the lack of energy, the lack of importance to this, because they're going to go ahead by the end of this week and be in a firm seventh place if they keep on going ahead and continue to have this kind of attitude in regards to what's going on i mean the chemistry like everything we're we're seeing that's bad with the lakers right now we're truly seeing it and unfortunately it's a like i said there's no more buffer between us and the bottom three four seeds yeah i don't know if we have enough time to say everything that's that's ailing the lakers right now you start off the game and you let pass out siakam just getting a groove right from the beginning Who's guarding them? AD. It's like, you know, it's like you got to have some pride. I mean, coming to the game, seeing whoever you're checking, you're going to shut him down. But instead, he attacks AD. You know, he's got like, what, 14, 16 points or something like that in the first quarter. And all of a sudden, he's feeling good. But you're still scoring good enough. Then the second quarter, you know, they go with Tom's lineup that he liked with AD playing five. And the Lakers get ran out of the court. And they you know, give up 40 points and they still don't score yes. with 21 points. So, I mean, it's not one one thing that's really working, but, 
you know, you got your stars got to play the best. And Anthony Davis, he hasn't looked good all year. We've kind of given him a pass. He's been hurt, of course. And we, you know, once you win a championship, you deserve that leeway. But, you know, I mean, we're two weeks out. And at some point, you want to see him start getting back into the groove. And you don't get into the groove by letting your man drop 40 on you while you're shooting 5 or 14 or whatever he shot. And he just, I don't know, maybe something's not right with him. That's the only thing I can think of is maybe he's he's hurting and he's maybe he shouldn't be playing because um, we were playing better without him, truth be told. Yeah, I mean, Laker Tom loves to go to that AD is you know at five, AD at five, AD at the five. Today there was a period and there was a stretch where AD was at the five, and like you said, uh, Rob, at the end of the second quarter, AD was at the five, and they gave up a huge run to the Toronto at the end of that first half. It was just terrible. Just the sense of urgency is just not there. And you know what? There is no more time to waste. There is no more buffer. There is no more Lakers in front by one game or two game or three games. They're all tied for fifth right now as far as in the Western Conference. And again, the Lakers do not have the tiebreaker with the Dallas Mavericks. They do not have the tiebreaker with Portland if they go up to Portland and lose there too. So the Lakers could very well find themselves by the end of the week very close to being what, in the eighth spot? I mean, they might have to be look, you know, looking right down their shoulder to, to Memphis or to Golden State or to San Antonio. And who would have thought that two weeks ago? So, Laker Tom, uh, you know, I know you're very frustrated as I am, as all Laker fans are right now. We just don't see the sense of urgency. We thought, you know what, LeBron and AD are back. Everything's going to be okay. And unfortunately, it's not even close. I don't know what the problem is, but obviously the, it starts with our defense. Um, our defense got picked apart just like we did against the Mavericks by not being able to stop the ball handler. And then secondly, every time that we doubled the ball handler, we let the guy right in the middle of the court to get the pass. Nobody was rotating and making the proper moves to try to prevent that. So usually, you know, it's this is one of those games where you really just can't say you flush it and you move on. It looks to me as if this team doesn't have what it's going to take to come together. And uh, if LeBron isn't 100%, that's not a good sign moving forward because, you know, and then then and how many games is uh, Schroeder going to miss now on, on health and safety protocols? So we obviously missed him. I mean, I know the AC is the GOAT fans will be romping and raving about him getting another start, but I agree with you. He played terrible. I mean, throwing the ball inbounds to get it a turnover right underneath your basket and and just numerous bad plays by him. You know, his defense he also he did one at half he court. Not stay in front of anybody. Yeah. He did it twice. Yeah, he did it Too twice. Late. He you couldn't even get the ball properly. It's just so frustrating to see that happen, you know, and it's everything in the world going wrong now. The rails have come off. All of the rails have come off. They've come off the offense. They've come off the defense. They've come off the free throw shooting. They've come off. Uh, how did we do in turnovers? That's probably, we still had a lot of turnovers. Um, I don't think that we did anything well in this game. Right from the start, you know, from that, from what happened in that whole thing. Harold had another terrible game. You know, so where do you go from here? Well, you got the Nuggets tomorrow, and you got the Clippers on Thursday. And then you got uh, Portland on Friday. And Portland on Friday. So those are three games. 
you're already shorthanded now because of LeBron. It's doubtful that he's going to play tomorrow, I think. Uh, at least he would hope. I mean, if he couldn't play in the fourth quarter tonight, I don't see why you would want to risk him playing tomorrow and getting injured. And then, you know, the, the supposed easy team that we were going to overtake for maybe the fourth spot, the Denver Nuggets, uh, who after after losing Jamal Murray, are even playing better now. They're in third. And they've, they've moved up in third. They took the Clippers down, and I guess they really still want to play the Lakers. And rather than avoiding them in fourth and fifth, they saw us going to sixth, and they moved themselves up to three so that they're our first-round match again. This will be a testament to see what happens on this season, but uh, there's a lot of harbingers out there that are telling me right now that this is not the Lakers season. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Hey, hoopheads, we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E, and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E.com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. Well, definitely we saw the residual effects of that today as Kyle Lowry had a huge game for Toronto. And, you know, Sean Grice sent us an email. He, he sent a word in that because he couldn't make it today. He, he said this is Frank Vogel's worst coach game. I don't know about that. I mean, there's there's quite a list this season that we, he's been out coached on. I think Friday was probably, for me, a little bit worse. But Kyle Lowry, 37 points. Pascal Siakam, 39 points. You just can't continue like that as from the defense, which is supposed to be when all else fails with the Lakers offense being so shaky and being so inconsistent. Now, Rob, when all else fails, you're supposed to have the defense on standby. You are always supposed to have that top ranked defense right there. The attitude and, and the whole nine yards are supposed to be all right there. And you know what? Unfortunately it wasn't. And it's been gone now for a little while, at least a week. I'm very yeah. disappointed as far as the effort on the defensive end of L Rob and what do you think can spark a fire? Because right now, again, they're going into this week, one of the biggest weeks of the season for the Lakers, and it's looking really grim. Yeah. I mean, the defensive slide almost can be coincided. You can trace it back to when AD came back. They played a lot tougher defense, you know, without, you know, AD coming back. His attitude is just kind of, um, it's you know, it's not uh, intense. And I really do think the other guys, you know, pick up on that. So they're not quite as intense. So I don't know if you, what, what you can do about that. I mean, it's frustrating. You know, we see those same plays, though. It's not like, I mean, Dallas did the same plays repeatedly. Didn't you see any time Toronto needed a basket? They just ran a pick and roll with Siakam and Lowry. Yeah. They obviously saw the Mavericks games. Yeah, they just drop it into Siakam right there. Yeah. Who are these other dudes on the court? Who was ever off the ball, way on that weak side, 
drop down into that lane and steal that pass. Make them throw a skip pass way over the top. At some point, I mean, come on. Vogel's a better coach than that. So, yeah, he's he's a defensive coach. That's why I said last time we talked. I want to see him play defense, first of all. I don't care if you make any shots. Play defense. And then if you get your defense fixed, you can build on the other things. You can worry about who's going to play the five and how that's going to work out. But just get your solid defense pick. So if that means benching AD, playing them less minutes, and getting guys out there who's hungry, who's going to fly around, that's that's what I want to see. Obviously, we're not winning anything if AD is not playing at the level necessary. So, you know, I'm just kind of talking. Run. You know, I mean, it's... Well, LeBron is only a second day back, so second game back. So, you know, you expect him to have a little rust. So I'm not really yeah. as concerned about LeBron, but AD's been back for, you know, what is this, his fifth or sixth game back? Fifth game, I think, believe. Yeah, fifth game. Okay, I don't want to see any more talking. You know what? I don't care. I don't want to hear. I don't want to come out and play. Show me. Show me. They're at the point where they need to prove it, and I don't know if they understand what it takes to try to repeat. I don't think they have any clue. Um, well, the pride, the pride is going to be on the table the next three games. Yeah. We'll find out what this team is made of. Yeah, these teams come in. They don't in the next three games. They're, uh, they're, they're toast. The they're coming in and they're coming out. And they, they are playing lights out everybody you play against. And if you can't raise your intensity level, then you're going to have, you'll be going home very quick. You're going to be a one-hit wonder. Right. And that's going to be a shame because, again, this is a team that had such high hopes. Laker Tom, you see him beaming as we're getting in the season. He said, oh, it's not even close, Gerald. That chasm that you were talking about, it's, it's, you know, <laughs> it's wide, it's huge. You know, And it was not just Laker Tom. It's not. It's all these pundits. Almost all these pundits said it was the Lake El Rob. All these pundits were saying it's everybody, you know, Lakers and everybody else, and the Lakers in the field. Even today, I mean, if you go to Vegas, the Lakers are still getting, you know, very bad odds as far as if you're trying to bet money on them because the Lakers are still so much a favorite. And, you know, it just comes down to the point where the Lakers, we see this on a game-by-game basis. We are seeing a total destruction from within. I don't see the type of chemistry that's there that we saw last year. I don't see the... The, the way that they interact with each other on the court or off the court. I don't see the bench mob getting, you know, just real excited or anything of that nature. I, I just don't see what I saw last year and last season. I, I feel that's a problem. I feel that's something that the coaching staff has to deal with directly and they're not doing it. And, you know, we're just going to keep on beating this dead horse time in and time out and game after game. And we've been doing this for a week now. And it seems like instead of doing a podcast, it seems like we're almost going to a funeral each mm. and every day. I mean, I see your long face, oh, Rob. I see Laker Tom coming in. He looks like he's about ready to chew off his own tongue because he's so mad. And me, you know, yes, I mean, on Friday, I told Tom, Laker Tom, okay, you, I didn't have the energy because I was tired. I hadn't slept. I only slept two hours and I drove all the way, you know, from Nevada to California. Okay. And all that. I don't have that excuse. I'm just mad and, and depressed because the Lakers lost again. And they've been looking like garbage over the past week. And there's just, unfortunately, if you're a Lakers fan, it's just really hard to find any more excuses. Because Well, there was no good news. There's no silver linings that we could. Yeah, there is not. What there's silver not. lining I mean, did we pull from the night? If you watch the Clippers game, yes, the Clippers did lose to the Nuggets yesterday. But 
who was playing well out of anybody on that team. Somebody that we maligned all the time on, during the regular season, Rajon Rondo, he played well for the Clippers. And DeMarcus Cousins played extremely well for them yep. yesterday. And he's played yeah. extremely well. And he was out there for weeks available. Uh, and it's just a shame that the Lakers didn't didn't want to go ahead and bring him in. I mean, it, it was, I don't know, like I said, just mistakes all over from the top down. And it, right now it, we're seeing the effects of that. I'm hoping, I'm hoping El Rob and I'm hoping Laker Tom that this is going to be the same way and the same kind of ending that we saw in the bubble with those eight regular season games where they look like garbage leading into the playoffs and then everything was okay from there. But there's no way we could have even predicted that because of the fact that they were playing so bad. So I'm hoping history will repeat itself. But right now, I don't have that very, that hope. But again, right now, you got to go ahead and say that the Lakers are in deep trouble. It is almost time to hit the panic button if you haven't hit already. And by the end of this week, it might already be time to hit that panic button because we could be very well in the playoff scenario and could be just that's not only could it could it be a, a possibility, it could be a reality. And that's the problem for Lakers and their fans, because, you know, you have to get to a situation where you're playing extra games just to get into the full fledged playoffs. And that could be a problem. You know, one one or two hot games for Curry. If you match up against him and you're out and you're sent home before you even got a chance to go ahead and defend your title. So I don't you know. Guys. One, one hot game from him and you're. Well, no, I, I think two, right? Isn't it two? Yeah, if you're what? seventh or eighth, you get two shots at it. Yeah. So but now it's not against the same team, though. No. They're going to be ninth and tenth. So yeah. if you can win that first game, you get the seventh seed. If you lose that game between the seven and eight, then you play the winner of the nine and ten. Yeah, so they wouldn't have to face Curry twice, thankfully. If no. they yeah. <laughs> once could be enough, though. Yeah, once yeah. could definitely be enough. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmo Show and the PCC Multiverse. I see the potential for basically like another Netflix kind of paradigm shift where here comes this other major player. They have a ton of resources. Apple could change the way that entertainment is consumed. They say it's the only time this year that you'll have stars from each brand battling each other. And we know it's not going to be the case, but they like to say that and more power to them, I guess. Well, it's a big first step bringing all those superheroes together. There were definitely some parts of the movie that I that I really enjoyed. And then there were some parts that I thought just kind of fell short of expectation. Part of it has to be something to do with how it's being promoted. And this is a thing where audiences do not agree with critics. That's the Pop Culture Cosmo Show. And the PCC Multiverse. Every week on the Podcast Radio Network and Apple Podcasts. And over a dozen of your favorite streaming and podcasting options. Who's in eighth place now, right now, Gerald? Memphis, I believe. Well, I'm going to go ahead and I'll say that before we head on out. But guys, I'll start with you, Laker Tom, and then I'll go with you, El Rob. I know, Laker Tom, you got some stuff to talk about this week. I know the Laker fans are grumbling all over the place. And before I give everybody an official update on the standings, what are you working on this week at Lakerholics.com? Well, I've been working on trying to figure out exactly what kind of rotations Frank Vogel might come up for the playoffs. And, you know, if you take him by his word that he says that he's going to play all three centers, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work. You know, I mean, I've, I've actually created a, 
couple scenarios where we could play all three centers. Um, and I've created a nine man scenario where basically THT and Morris and uh, somebody else just doesn't get a chance to play. But right now, all of that seems futile because it's almost like it's a team wide problem. You know, it's not like one guy wasn't hitting his shot. One guy wasn't playing good defense. One guy wasn't rotating because every single player had his hand in this loss. And in the way that we played the last five or six games, and it's almost as if it's almost as if everybody on the team gave a sigh of relief, thinking AD is back and LeBron is back, and we're going to be fine. But the problem is they're not playing like the AD and LeBron of the playoffs. If you recall, both of those guys shot 37, 38% from three, upped all of their numbers across the board, and were playing elite defense. We're so far away from that right now, Gerald, that I think that's why everybody feels so disappointed. Maybe five years from now, we'll just say, hey, COVID took care of us. We beat them in the bubble, but they got us back on the next season, you know. Uh, And there have to be so many things that go right with respect to how your team plays, the breaks that you get for you to win an NBA championship. And we saw everything go right last year. And it's almost like Frank Vogel says, you know, there's some point where you're going to regress to the mean. And man, we've regressed to the mean right right now because our defense sucked. We got out-rebounded. We got out-hustled. We got out-scored. We got out-played, point and simple, you know. Just watching Kyle Lowry every time we came back bury a three on us. And not easy shots. Some of those were were very difficult shots. But the team, you know, the front office made a decision, I'm sure in concert with the coaching staff and in concert with the superstars, that they were going to stand pat with getting Drummond and maybe somebody like McLemore would be enough and they didn't need to make the trade for Lowry or to pursue a trade for anybody else. But it's always easy to look in the rearview mirror and figure out what you did wrong. But this season looks like it's going down the tubes. I, I find it hard to be imagine the Lakers coming back and playing that much differently. I mean, what is going to be the motivating thing? Winning it for LeBron because he's out now? It's going to be a tough chore. Well, like you said, our hopes are weighing on LeBron James, who went out of the game in the fourth quarter with ankle soreness. So we'll see what the status of that is going forward. Stay tuned to Lakerholics.com and the Lakers Fast Break social media to find out exactly how long he's going to be out, if he's going to be out tomorrow's game, or if he's going to be out even more than that. The Lakers, again, are going to have a tough week. They've got Denver tomorrow. They've got, like Laker Tom was saying, they've got the Clippers on Thursday, and then they've got Portland on Friday. We don't even know the status of Dennis Schroeder, health and safety protocols for the second time this season. Uh, Really some very concerning things. Right now, again, they are tied for fifth place in the Western Conference. Dallas, Lakers, and Portland all have a 36-28 and record. Again, Dallas has the tiebreaker over the Lakers, and if the Lakers lose to Portland on Friday, they will lose and not have the tiebreaker against them as well they look like they will probably keep the far enough distance away although again we said that before in the past uh, away from memphis so they should at the very worst retain the seventh seed in the in the western conference 
but because then you have Memphis, Golden State, and San Antonio after that. But L. Rob, before we head on out, I want to hear what your your words are for the Lakers, for the team, and the, for the fans out there. What do you think we need to see from them in the next three games this week? Because this is definitely we're now down to it. This is the most important week of the NBA season for the team. Well, I mean, when when we knew LeBron was coming back, I think uh, it's when Tom predicted the Lakers would go 10 and 2. And I said, you're right, Tom, they'll go 10 and 2. Yep. And I got a little greedy. I said, maybe they'll even go 11 and 1. So, um, <laughs> you know, the team probably felt the same way. LeBron comes back and all will, all will be well. So, we know they have the talent. I mean, the roster that has been constructed is talented enough to compete and win the championship. Your best players have to play, though, at a high level like they did last year. Anthony Davis cannot get outscored by 27 points. Not five, not 10. He got outscored by 27 points, people. I mean, let that sink in. I mean, come on. So... Last time, I said, I just want to see Drummond get a little more comfortable working with the team. And you know what? He looked better working with those guys. AD, I just want AD to play now. I just want to see AD. Give me a glimmer of the old AD. Give me a glimmer of the guy we traded all our young guys away to get to make us this championship team. LeBron's on the clock, AD. He, he doesn't have many more years to win it. We cannot afford to waste this year. So they have the talent to turn this thing around. I'm, by nature, an optimistic guy, so I'm not running the tower by any means. I know it looks very dire right now, but just like that, they had a real good game against Denver, come back and beat the Clips. You know, everybody will be saying the world is right and look out for the Lakers. You don't want to play the Lakers in the first round. So um, I just want AG to get back rolling. If we see AD rolling, and then I think that then the team will feed off of that, and I think the fan base will be can sleep easy. I had to come on tonight, though, just for a little therapy. I was, you know, was not planning to come. And I was like, man, let me commiserate with some other people. And maybe that'll make it <laughs> a little bit better. So thank you, guys. We're here for you, L. Rob. You know, as your sounding boards, we're here for you 24 hours, whether it's on StreamYard or whether it's off. We're here for you, my friend. And for anybody else that wants to vent, the best place to go is Lakerholics.com. You know, you got to go ahead and there'll be a lot of venting in there. Yeah. Laker Tom does a lot of venting there. Admiral Akbar, Jamie Sweet does a lot yeah. of venting there. And in fact, they usually vent off each other. So that's part of the fun and just watching them at Lakerholics.com. Sean Grice, he vents a lot on the emails, but he also vents a lot right there. And I know L Rob throws in his comments there too. So if you want to check out, for your own therapy as Laker fans, please follow us today at Lakerholics.com. Well, guys, again, not the best start to one of the most important weeks of the NBA season for the Los Angeles Lakers as they fall once again to the Toronto Raptors and just a very disappointing start to the week. Our concerns are now lying with LeBron James and his ankle and how sore it is and how much he's going to be out. Is he going to play tomorrow? We're not sure. We're not sure about anything at this point. You know, how long it Dennis Schroeder is going to be out because of health and safety protocols. <laughs> Hopefully we'll get some clarification on that. I mean, we'll go ahead and make sure you're updated on the Twitter, on the Facebook, and also as well, Lakerholics.com. But tomorrow night, we will be back. I will be back in Vegas. 
We will be back there. I will leave the nice, beautiful confines of Carlsbad by the sea. We'll try to go ahead and calm down myself. That will be my therapy, L. Rob. But again, it's been great talking to you. Great talking to Laker Tom. And I hope our smiles are turned around. In fact, I hope we will put that same kind of sad face on MVP, most likely winner, Nikola Jokic tomorrow night as they face the Denver Nuggets tomorrow. So we're going to be on after the game. I'm looking forward to a great matchup, and I'm hoping the Lakers will come back strong. Well, they'll, hopefully they will go ahead and learn from today and learn from Friday and go ahead and come in strong tomorrow night against the Denver Nuggets. And you could follow our recap of the game right here tomorrow night. So please tune in tomorrow night after the game against the Denver Nuggets right here at the Lakers Festival.